Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And we are in the middle of a conversation about getting more new patients. Doesn't want to talk about that. I don't practice for a year or 40 years. The conversation around generating new patients, attracting new people, and doing it in a remarkable way is always always relevant. So we know this is such a, a, a hot topic. It's always a hot topic. And this is part two. We, if you didn't listen to our previous uh, episode, we talked about the low hanging fruit. We talked about the, the remarkable referral machine, that low hanging fruit and talking about you know, mechanisms for generating process driven new patients and how important that is. We talked about ROI and you know the highest ROI you have when it comes to generating new patients, getting those 60% in the middle uh, to start to engage and activating them and then becoming a part of the referral, part of the referral machine. Uh, that was our previous episode. So if you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it. Uh, hopefully you did because we also had some awesome giveaways on that episode. So make sure you go and you get down, download those scripts because it's absolute gold. Gold. Trust me, gold. it is gold. So make sure you get that. And uh, we're going to continue a conversation today talking about a system um, which you may or may not be familiar with, but you will be by the end of this episode called the Slingshot System. This is, again, a system for generating new patients and reinvesting in your business and doing it in a way that's extremely um, just mindful and, and systematized and organized to continue to keep growth going. So it's a Slingshot System. Dr. Stephen, what an important conversation to have about business and how to think about business, especially marketing. Yep. So this is, again, a CEO conversation about marketing. Uh, the purpose of marketing is lead generation. So we're going to be focused today on lead generation. And we're going to help you understand that there is an opportunity for regardless of where you are as a business person or where your business is right now financially, there's a way to get this flywheel started in, in a very economic way, right? So regardless of where you are, right? So everybody wants to be able to amplify their returns on their investment. And the slingshot system is going to help you do that, right? So we're going to just piggyback on the concepts that we started last in our last episode when we talked about referral generation and internal lead generations or, or referrals and recognizing that those are done at no cost and low cost, right? So and or low cost and how we can generate new patient leads from that, which of course, new patients, as you convert new patients, generates new patients means new revenue. We're going to talk about what do you do with that new revenue? What's the best way to get the highest ROI on that new revenue, right? So, and we're going to go round and round with this thing, and it's going to be a great amplifier uh, for the growth of your business. So that's what we're going to get into today. But first, I want to thank Dr. Kevin Day. Kevin Day, what's up, man? Thanks so much for the t-shirt I'm wearing today. So you guys are so funny. You're awesome. I appreciate all the t-shirts that I get in the mail now. <laughs> Dr. Pete, um, I'm going to start a t-shirt store because I've got t-shirts coming out of my earballs. <laughs> so uh, my uh, my team here at the house is cross-eyed looking at me and like, Doc, you got to get rid of some of these t-shirts. We have no place to put them. No, keep them coming. I love them. I've got an awesome chiropractic t-shirt collection 
this one comes from uh, a line life from Dr. Kevin Day. So appreciate you, man. It's such a cozy one. Really, really nice t-shirt. Uh, and then also we tapped into a watch, a watch lovers crowd, Dr. Pete. Uh, they notice, you know, now that we're on YouTube, I think people notice that I I'm a watch collector, right? So what am I wearing today? Look at that, baby. This is the iconic Rolex Submariner, the Rolex Sub, right? The original. That is the bad boy right there. Since 1954, man, that thing, this thing came out. This is a post-war representation of the surge, the Renaissance period that came out. And these were, this has been an iconic watch since 1954. And it was my first real watch, my hmm. first Rolex. And, uh, Man, it was a gift for my wife for our second anniversary. And we bought this baby used. It looked brand new. I couldn't believe it. But we had we, we certainly couldn't afford to buy anything new at that point. But man, this thing's worth like, I think it's 12,000 now. So two to 12,000. And I've been telling this story because people picked up on it. And you appreciate the fact that, you know, in this money conversation we just came out of, you should be buying things that appreciate, right? So I brought, I buy cars, I buy surfboards, I buy watches that appreciate and it's such a great way to um, enjoy your investments, right? So whatever that is for you, now we have a bunch of people <laughs> like, hey, tell me more about that watch thing. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's like you can put just tuck your money away in stocks or in real estate, whatever that happens to be. I say invest back in your business, but what a great way to transfer wealth to your kids, right? So, and to do it in a way that, you know, they're going to, you know, receive these types of sort of gifts with love and remember you forever. So, uh, all right, Dr. Pete, we're going to get into it, man. Let's talk about making some money so we can invest in some assets that appreciate. Let's talk about the slingshot system. I'm going to double back on that concept of the internal referrals, right? So in the last episode, we talked about the low-hanging fruit and how do you make sure that it's not just 20% of your patients that are referring 80% of the new patient referrals into your practice. We take that, so we pick up that 60% that sits in the middle that are kind of just, we're hoping passively they pick up on the fact that they should refer it. No way, man. We want to put processes and campaigns in place there that drive new patient referrals. So now we have these new patients that are coming into the practice. What do we do with them? Um, I'm going to, uh, for those who are on YouTube, I'm going to hold this up. You know, the big idea here is we want to create this slingshot effect, right? So we get these internal new patients that start coming into the practice. And as they convert that new patient, new patient conversion means new revenues. We want to reinvest our new revenues, right? So we do more internal referrals. Maybe now we start our gifting system or maybe some more ink campaigns, but we also start folding in some digital marketing and the right digital marketing, which of course, when done right, is going to generate more new patients, which means more revenues. And they take those new patients and we put them right back into that remarkable referral machine. And that of course amplifies and we generate more new patients, which means no, more new revenues in the business. And we want to reinvest again into the digital and digital and external marketing, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So it's about reinvestment, Dr. Pete. And I want to make sure that we're introducing this concept to people. It's like, man, even if you feel like you're in that money trap where you're just like, man, I'm in this money gap where I don't have the money that I need to, to do the marketing that I want to do. And I know I have to do to generate the new patients, the new business, the new revenues into the practice. So I have no money. So I do no marketing. So I have no new patients. So I have no money. Right. So, and they get caught in this eddy, right. We call the money gap. The way to overcome the money gap is the slingshot system that starts with the low cost or no cost new patient internal referral system. Yeah. The, the, the beautiful thing about starting with this system is you get to, you can stay with it. It, it, it never, 
you, you never grow out of it. Okay. So if you develop, and we talked about this in our previous episode, you'd get, get the processes going, driving them, and you've got the process in place. Because what happens, Dr. Steven, if you held that picture up again, what happens here, here's a, here's a mistake. Okay. We've got the slingshot. This is working. We've got the internal going. Now I'm going to replace that with digital marketing. Okay. We're not saying that we're not saying we average 25 new patients a month. We did it all internally and that was great. And now we decided, oh, it's the, the 2020s and everything is digital now. So we don't really think about that now. I'm just taking, I'm just investing money into digital marketing. And now I'm getting new patients coming in, still getting 25, but, and, and my system is built for us to about get 25 new patients a month. That's about how much we can handle, but the quality of new patients that's coming in has changed. And now we end up in this really precarious position where like we used to get all referrals. Now we're getting a lot of digital. Our conversions are down. I don't know what's going on. So understand this is a system. Did you see what he just showed you there? It's something that builds. So it's not that this takes the place of this. It's not that you're going to start with generating, you know, new patients through process driven new patients, et cetera, and then replace it with, let's say, investing money into digital. It actually continues to grow. So this is where the business is going to continue to grow and expand over time. Remember, we're having a conversation about scaling. Now, if you're the owner operator and you're saying, oh, it's got to be a pound of my flesh an hour of my time, you're going to hit a, you're going to hit a ceiling and you're going to be done. And that's why you're just going to spin your wheels and we're going to end up in this place where we're just, we're stuck there. What we're talking about is, no, you've got to have the mechanisms and the systems in place that drives internal new patients predictably each and every month, month over month over time. And then we're going to reinvest into other mechanisms of marketing, which will then grow. And so now our capacity for, for attracting new patients and processing and converting new patients increases. This is how you just continue to grow and grow and grow. And then you add team. And again, so there's a layers and layers to this and doing this really well. But I just want to make sure no one's confused. This is not a replacement. Okay. This is a, a mechanism that builds on top of your foundation. And the foundation being the process, the process that are in place, that mechanism to drive new patients internally, which are always the highest quality leads. And they're the ones that have the highest ROI because again, what the investment looks like. So Dr. Steven, I just wanted to- Yeah, no, it's an sure important we, we point. have that thing. conversation yet. For the first time ever, we're teaching the complete TRP system in one comprehensive seminar. Your team can learn the entire Remarkable Practice new patient conversion system and ideal patient retention system in a single weekend. This will be the best bang for your buck training experience of the year. May 13th and 14th in Orlando, Florida and June 10th and 11th live in Sydney, Australia. Register your team at theremarkablepractice.com or find the link in the show notes below. There's some concepts here that I want to make sure people aren't missing, right? So, you know, Jim Collins calls it the flywheel effect, right? So I really love that. If you understand and appreciate what a flywheel is, as you go through these rotations, right? There's this, as those new patients come in, you convert the new patients, it generates revenue. So we start this virtuous cycle where you're reinvesting back into the practice and it continues to amplify. And you keep doing these things that create the positive outcomes. It gives you positive feedback and it gives you more 
momentum to carry this flywheel forward, right? So guys, you, you know, momentum solves all problems. Peter Drucker told us that, I believe. <laughs> so it's like, ultimately, it's just get that flywheel going, right? And it does, it, we start to stack these things up on top of each other. Like to Pete's point, you don't, you know, abandon the, what was working before. Let's try something new. We all love that you know, sexy, shiny new object out there in marketing, especially it's like, no, man, you reinvest and you test, but you don't let go of those things that got you there in the first place. Right. So I'm a big advocate of reinvesting in internal marketing, reinvesting maybe in your gifting system, reinvesting in throwing campaigns and events inside the practice. Then it's reinvesting in external marketing as well. Simultaneously, you start folding in some of your external elements, whether that's billboards or signage or networking opportunities or outside talks, dinner talks, corporate wellness, spinal screens, you name it. So do the traditional old time greatest hits, right? And then there's of course, digital marketing and folding those monies back into digital marketing, right? Driving your SEO, investing in making sure that you're doing really aggressive content marketing, then it's using, you know, monies for paid search and making sure that you've got your ads going and your websites, SEO is optimized. I mean, guys hear it, right? This is money. This takes money to do that. So we've got to get the flywheel started with our referrals. And then we feed back in to the reinvesting cycles of the slingshot. And as they generate more new patients, then you parlay those new patients into the referral mechanism. And this is where things amplify, guys. And it gets easier and easier and more productive. That's the flywheel effect. So Dr. Pete, you know, this is a powerful dynamic of physics that we want to harness because we know the natural state of a principled chiropractic practice is growth, right? Yes. So, and if there's something that is interfering with that growth, man, it's either going to be toxicity or deficiency, right? Or both, right? So we have to look for it. Is that a toxicity? There's something that's there that's not supposed to be there that's interfering or is it deficiency? There's something missing that is innately required and it's a nutrient. And for some of you right now, you're sitting there thinking, yeah, my, my, my deficiency is money, moolah. Well, hopefully this solves that. Like, how do you, what's the, what is the, um, the activation factor, right? Like, how do we get this thing started? How do we activate this process? It's turning inward and looking at that internal referral generation. Yeah. So I, I immediately go back to um, your one degree of separation away from another referral. So if we, if we follow this mechanism, think about the one degree. So if someone, and I always love tracking this, you know, we track who referred you in. So if they were referred by Facebook, okay, that's, that's who referred them in. So Facebook. So once they come into the office, my number one goal with a Facebook lead is that they would refer somebody in directly. Cause as soon as I did that, I broke through any barrier. So I'm one degree of separation away from a referral. You're always one degree away. So recognize that as you, as you reinvest some of those dollars and Dr. Steve, I think we're going to talk about the rule of thirds in just a minute here is as you reinvest those dollars into these different initiatives internally, externally, and digitally recognize that if someone came in through an external activity, you went out and did a workshop or through a digital, some sort of a digital campaign. Um, and they came in, my goal is I watch those folks like a hawk because I want to know if they convert, if they convert to care, they get started and they convert that. I want to make sure I keep a very close watch on them to make sure that they refer somebody. Here's the reason why, because they were not referred in. And if you are not paying close attention to this and watching this, it'll, your, your referrals will start to go down because here's what's happening. You're replacing your new patients to a degree with these people that are coming in through these other mechanisms. And if they don't 
have the expectation set of referral from the beginning early on and then follow through with, you could end up having a practice with less referrals and you become dependent upon some of these external and digital activities. So you just got to watch that. So you're one degree of separation away from referral. Pay close attention to these people that are, when you reinvest in that, I, that's why I track every new patient exactly where they came from. And I can see, and then from those people, I want to see how many people of those percent that came from digital actually referred in within 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And I can see and start tracking that because that behavior tells me how is our system really working? Because for a referred person to refer, that's more natural. But for a, somebody who came in through a different tributary, maybe externally or digitally, it's a little bit less natural for them. So you have to break through. So the need for them to go through this remarkable conversion uh, formula through this process and paying close attention to that is this really, really important, guys. This is from a business perspective. We start getting into KPIs, start going layers and layers and layers deep into this stuff. This is where we get, we could get, really get some juice. So yeah, I just that was money. To- that was money. Yeah. I love that. So a refer, a referred patient's more likely to refer. Think about that, guys. Let that sit. Let that sit with you for a second. That's just brilliant, man. What an interesting perspective. Like when we talk about quality of patients, it's not quality of human beings, right? We're all God's children. We're talking about quality of patients, right? So we're looking at this and saying, you know, a person who's referred into the practice is more likely to refer, you know? So that's, that's an incredible insight there, right? So we, of course, want to continue to churn that referral machine because it's a lighter lift, right? So it's a lighter lift and we all know the power um, of trust, right? So and the trust that's generated by that social proof of somebody referring somebody into the office. So, you know, just a, just a higher quality um, patient. That's just amazing. So last thing, speaking of money, let's talk about, you know, like how do you fund this? You mentioned um, the peace of mind account or the rule of thirds. Let's talk about this a bit. Um, so the rule of thirds are as we generate new capital or we generate new revenues in from the practice, right? So what do you do with that? Like, how do you reinvest that in the practice? I like the rule of thirds um, when it comes to this. It's, and this is a heuristic, guys, right? It's a rule of thumb uh, that I would say one third will go towards, direct that towards your overhead. One third should go towards marketing. And one third should go towards what we call the peace of mind account. So for those of you who don't know what a peace of mind account are, is you probably heard the expression rainy day account, um, which is to cover somewhere between 30 and 90 days. I like 60 to 90 days of your operating expenses of your business. 30 is not quite enough. Let's get 60 to 90 days saved in a peace of mind account. I call it peace of mind account because as John Martini taught me, I invest in my inspirations, not my desperations. So I don't invest in a rainy day expectation. I invest in peace of mind, right? So Camille and I are committed to that. And we make sure that we recognize that if we are putting money aside, setting money aside, that is 60 to 90 days operating costs for our business. And that is no longer our money. I'm going to pause there. I'm setting that money aside and it's real money that sits there and it is no longer our money. We bought peace of mind. Now, if you're, if you're playing games with yourself and you're telling yourself stories and you're like, oh, that money over there is kind of liquid so I could get that if I really needed it. Is that really giving you peace of mind? Right. So I would suggest you do not own that peace of mind. You didn't buy your peace of mind. So if you think of yourself, I am buying peace of mind, set that money aside. That's your peace of mind account. Once you have 60 to 90, doll, 90 uh, days of your operating expenses, now you've got another third to play with. And, you know, Dr. Beat, I think that's a great place 
for distributions, right? So now this is profit that goes to you and just pays for your life and your lifestyle, et cetera. So rule of thirds, Dr. Beat, a third goes to overhead, a third goes to marketing, reinvest that in the marketing, keep that slingshot system going. And one third goes into the peace of mind account. Please stick around for more business insights from this week's bonus interview with our remarkable success partner dedicated to helping you more successfully help more people. Enjoy. What's up, Remarkables? Hey, I'm excited to uh, have a conversation today with one of our favorite uh, success partners. He's actually uh, sweetened the deal today, brought his son along with him. Everybody, uh, I'm excited to have a conversation with Billy Sticker and his son, Brady Sticker from Cairo Candy. Today, we're going to talk about digital marketing. Billy, what's going on, brother? Hey, man, thank you so much for having us. Uh, it, it is, we absolutely love being a part, a uh, success partner for all the Remarkables. Definitely some of our favorite clients we have. Man, it's part of the, we're part of the Mutual Admiration Society. Uh, Brady, we're psyched you could join us as well. You know, we were speaking before the interview and uh, your dad was uh, kind enough to refer to you as the brains of the operation. So he may be poking you in the ribs every now and then for a technical answer as we get to it. So uh, Billy, you guys know the deal. You know how we get into it and get after it straight away. So I want to make sure that um, our listeners get real value from the next, let's say, 10 minutes we have together to talk about generating more high quality digital new patient leads into their practice. Uh, let's talk practical and tactical. So what's working today? Uh, and you know, when we look across the landscape of digital marketing, let's face it, it's been a bit of the wild west, right? So uh, what, what are you guys seeing? What's working? What's producing? What's consistent? Uh, and maybe we can get into some of the sexy new stuff you see coming down the street. Sure, absolutely. Facebook, when done properly, can still be just a, a game changer when it's done right. Uh, we have so many people that will come to work with us, uh, you know, clients that will come on, and, and they've tried it with other offices and it, or with other companies, it just didn't work well. One of our big deals is we have figured out processes to position you as the authority in your market. So people are saying yes to you, not yes to some discounted offer. And, uh, and we just see it time and time and time again. And one of our things too is we want this to work just as much as you do. And we pride ourselves on so many of our clients have been with us four and five years. Uh, there's one in particular that comes to mind. They consistently from Facebook consistently have a 60 to 70% show rate. So from people signing up to people walking in their door. Uh, and it's just, it's just because, you know, they're following our systems, procedures, they're, they're great clients, they're coachable. Um, but that's Facebook can still work really well. Okay. Uh, and then TikTok is, is the new thing. And I will say this, I was hesitant about TikTok. Um, and until we started doing some research and actually the most engaged audience on TikTok, as far as how, the amount of time spent per day on TikTok, is actually people 55 and older, which is a lot higher demographic than what you would think. Uh, so we started testing it. We took, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 accounts and, uh, and we just started testing it. And you want to just kind of share some of the results we started seeing? Yeah, it's really a, a blue ocean, if you guys are familiar with that term right now with TikTok. Uh, and I think what it is, is, yeah, there's not many other chiropractors running ads on it, but just businesses in general really haven't 
tapped into TikTok ads compared to like Facebook ads. And so your bang for your buck is incredible on TikTok right now. Uh, you know, our average client on Facebook, for example, will get leads in anywhere from 10 to maybe $30. Uh, recently, it's gone up a little bit. But I mean, for the most part, that's kind of the average that we're looking for as, uh, as far as cost per lead, whereas TikTok, the average cost per lead is under $4. And it's just incredible how much further your dollars will go on TikTok compared to Facebook right now. Now, is Facebook, like, should you just flee Facebook altogether? No, I think just like anything, you should diversify, right? You should uh, have multiple streams of, uh, you know, getting new patients into your practice. And so that's why we've been really pushing for our clients to say, hey, let's, you know, we're getting great results with TikTok as well. Uh, and, and it's not just an app for teenagers doing silly dances anymore. You can really yeah. love. I'll, I'll be honest with you. When Billy first started talking to me about that and I was teasing him a little bit, uh, I was like, man, I, I immediately had visions of Billy doing silly dances on TikTok. <laughs> I was just like, you know, I will not see that. <laughs> I do not drink near enough. To do <laughs> no, I mean, it is obviously that early adopter, you know, that first presence on on any new platform um, just has great potential, right? And is very attractive. We just want to make sure that we want to be careful not to, you know, distract any of the, either the attention, the focus, the energy, the dollars uh, of our, you know, of our marketing team or in our marketing budget. Uh, and if you guys are reporting that, you know, coming back from the frontier, that TikTok has been, you know, we've certainly been hearing that from our clients. TikTok has actually been yielding some really highly pre-qualified patients there's a right way and a wrong way to do everything, right? There's a right way and a wrong way. There's probably two or three right ways and 37 wrong ways to do things on both Facebook and TikTok. So let's talk a little bit about like what some of the best practices and right ways. What are you seeing on Facebook that's actually been effective? Because I'm with you, Brady, you should be diversified. Um, you know, if you get new patients, new patient leads from here and new patient leads from here, which one's better, neither, both do them both and be fully diversified. So what are you guys seeing? What's, what's the, some of the best practices, highest and best use of specifically Facebook initially? If you think of your favorite patients, the ones who are compliant, they refer, they show up, uh, they're, they drink the Kool-Aid, right? They get it. They're educated. And normally that education starts on your day one or your day two. Well, with Facebook, you can actually start that education a couple of weeks or a couple of months before they ever come in. And so now, whenever they're saying yes and actually scheduling an appointment, when they come in, they already know, like, and trust you if you've been getting the right type of content out. So we have some specific content that we like our doctors to put out, short videos, minute, minute and a half, that really starts to find the specific people in your audience, you know, in your, your area that really already want what it is you're doing. That's right. right. Like people are right now are driving past your office that want what it is you do. They don't know what's chiropractic. They don't want to be taking medication. They want a healthy family. They want this vitalistic, this, this healthy wellness lifestyle, but they think chiropractic is just neck pain and back pain. And so whenever you can start using Instagram and Facebook to get these, this message out there that it's so much more, um, that's what we see works really, really well in raising the quality of people that come in. I agree with you fully. You know, we coach our doctors to recognize that you're not selling lawn furniture, you're starting a relationship, right? So when you're talking Absolutely. about trying to attract the ideal, let's call it customer, client, practice member, patient into your practice, 
Think about who's the person you want to have a relationship with. You want to fill your business. You want to fill your practice with human beings. You're going to have a relationship with either you or your associate doctors, your team, you're going to make up your tribe. So who do you want in your tribe? Start those relationships. And there's a People understand a nurture campaign on email, but you should have nurture campaigns very intentionally in all of your social media, really in all of your marketing, right? So it's part of your branding. It's part of your brand message, your brand promise. Who does the community think you are? You can start making those impressions early on with the way you are marketing, right? So if you think of it almost like a reverse nurturing campaign, like so you're, you're, whatever you're putting out there is going to start that conversation, really start to create context and attract the right people. I like to say marketing should compel the right people into your practice and compel <laughs> the wrong people out of your practice, right? So if you start, if, you, if you're struggling with trying to figure out like, how should I put out my marketing message? Think about those people that you want to repel and do not want to attract into your practice, right? So it's almost like, and, and once you get clear around that, it becomes, I think, easier to create content that would compel the right people into your practice. Would you agree? Yes, we actually have some training it's short training that we have our uh, all of our doctors go through that helps them get in the right mindset when it comes to creating content. And one of the things is, you know, you're not making this video for all of Boston. You're making this video for one person. You know, think of think of that favorite patient and act like it's a referral that just had a question about neck pain, cervical issues and headaches. So you're making a video for one person. And whenever you're doing videos like that, when people watch it, they feel like you're talking to them, you know, not like you're on the stage presenting, you know, to everybody. And it comes across, it, it helps you come through on the videos. That's right. So that, that's one that's of right. our big things. Yeah. I mean, it's, you can, we can take an, uh, an example of something and people are going to cringe when we just go immediately to back pain. Right. But let's just, you know, let's just, we're having a marketing conversation gang. So uh, if you don't think communicating back pain and being relevant in your community is important, try Googling, how do I get rid of my blank and see what number uh, in your Google listings, back pain searches come up. I'll tell you what, you'll change your attitude around that. It's like, there's, there are so many people in your community right now, as you're listening to this, that are literally Googling, what should I do to get rid of my back pain? Are they finding you? So the question is, is what kind of practice do you have? Who are you trying to attract in your practice? Maybe you want to take care of people that have back pain because they're in their third trimester of their pregnancy. Or maybe you are a CrossFitter and you're finding that people are not optimizing their performance in the box, doing any work overhead because they're having back pain. Or maybe you're talking to the Uber driver that spends 16 hours a day sitting in a car and now they're experiencing back pain or maybe fill in the blank. There's lots of flavors of back pain. So the message that you wrap around the quote unquote back pain situation or, or what we call a body signal is really about branding yourself and attracting that right person and not just slapping up a, you know, uh, an ad in the right hand side column that says got back pain, $19 x-ray in the right hand column. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. So guys, let's talk about ROI. So, you know, you got a bunch of CEOs listening to the call right now. Okay. So in the Remarkable CEO program, what we know is our responsibility is to marshal and optimize the four limited resources of the business, right? Time, energy, focus, and money. And we're always looking for leverage. If you want to turn your job into a business, the secret to that is leverage, right? So, you know, I tell docs all the time, CEOs look for leverage, Right. And you've got to figure out how can I leverage my limited resources? I like to say 
how am I going to use my money to buy somebody else's time, energy, focus, and talent to free up my time, energy, focus, and talent so I can redirect those things and other things. So I love the idea of outsourcing my digital marketing to a digital marketing expert because I don't want my CEOs to try to become that because it's a full-time job, right? So if they're going to spend their dollars, it can be a scary thing for a CEO, frankly, you got to say, man, I'm putting together my budget. What should I expect for a return? So what do you tell your clients when it comes to like, you know, it's, you know, your return on investment, something, you know, to set your expectations, how much should I be putting out and how much should I, should I be seeing come back? What's a, what's, what's your target um, SEO, uh, excuse me, ROI? I want to start with a real quick story. I was in an event, a small event in Dallas here a couple of months ago, and one of my clients was there. I didn't even realize he was going to be there. He didn't know I was going to be there. And uh, he's been a client for three years. And he said, I've got to tell you, on the flight here, he's in Southern California. He said, my office manager and I were going over uh, all of our numbers from Cairo Candy. He says, we get this year, we've got a five to one ROI, which is great. But he said, and I love this, he said, you know what? The first six months, it wasn't like that. The first six months, we struggled. The reason I like that is because we're working with almost 350 offices. We have a bunch of tools. And we can run the same campaigns in two different locations to get different results. And so then we need to change it. Like, what we have enough tools. We're going to try to figure out what's going to work. And that's what he said. He was working with Travis, one of our guys. And he said every couple of weeks, they would just switch something and change something. And he said, all of a sudden, it just unlocked. And they found a, a combination that worked. And now they're consistently getting a five to one ROI. Um, so we recommend when it comes to Facebook, 30 bucks a day for ad spend. That allows us to do some actual direct marketing and some retargeting with videos and things like that. You want to comment on any of that? Yeah. And so, you know, with that budget, uh, I like to say we use the shotgun approach, right? I'm a Southern boy from Texas. If I'm going duck hunting, I'm not going to bring a rifle because I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'm not a good shot. So if I try to shoot a duck with a rifle, I'm going to miss it 10 times out of 10. But if I use a shotgun, it, it shoots out a bunch of BBs. So I've got a lot higher chance to hit that duck that's flying. So same thing with these campaigns, we'll take that budget and divide it between different videos and images from uh, you in your office and just creating tons of different variations with headlines and take your budget and split it up between all of these different variations. That way we can figure out what are people in your area resonating with? That way we can get you the best ROI from your marketing dollars to where if like you just set up one ad targeting one audience with one image and one headline, you know, there's a very low chance you're actually going to resonate with the people in your community uh, with that type of campaign. And so typically what we're seeing, if you're getting, um, if you're spending about $30 a day in ad spend with Facebook ads, you're probably going to get anywhere between 30 to 50 actual leads from that campaign. And now from there, we want to see at least 30% of them converting into care. And so you can do the math backwards on, okay, if I need 30% to convert to care, then out of 30 leads, um, that's, you know, 10 new patients signing up in right. one month. Um, so from there, uh, if I need 10 new patients to convert to care and our conversion rate after from a day one to 
accept and care rate, figure out what that average is for your office. Then you'll figure out, okay, well, how many people do I need to get in the door to get that conversion rate? And it's just basically using math to work backwards for what your goal is there. Oh, Brady, I knew I liked you. All right. So you're talking about using analytics to reverse engineer the outcome you desire, right? So, and this is CEO talk, right? So now we are in the conversation. So docs, you have to figure out where are your goals, you know, where are you now, where you want to be, what's that delta, and if you are tracking your metrics, if you understand your vital signs, you understand your performance metrics of the practice, you can intelligently lay out a budget, right? And how are you going to lay out a budget? Well, you're going to calculate, well, how many new patient leads are going or new patient conversions do we need to achieve that growth? And based on our conversion rates, I can reverse engineer, well, how many new patient leads do I need? What percentage of those are going to come from digital marketing? Then you can have an intelligent conversation with Cairo Candy and say, all right, so I'd like to see 30 qualified leads a month coming into my practice. What type of budget do I need to allow that you guys can predictably and consistently get us there 90 days from now? Do we need a 30, 60, 90 day runway? So you're working as a team. Guys, I love the spirit of this. I love the idea of like, Mian, you used to, be, you used to have to say, you know, the problem with marketing is 80% of your results come from 20% of your efforts. The problem is you don't know which 20%. Analytics has changed all of that, right? And digital marketing is the opposite. We know exactly what's driving those results. So you do have to show up with a different spirit, a different attitude, a different set of expectation to be able to say, this now is about testing. We've got to get in there with the spirit of like, we're going fishing. Let's figure out where we need to fish. We need to figure out what line we need to use, what bait we need to use, what time of the day, right? So what's the wind need to be doing? What depth do I need to drop that thing down, right? So do I pull on the line or not? You know, this is, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting into this whole, you know, you guys brought up duck hunting. So, you know, we, the big idea is, is like, we've got to get in there with a testing mentality. We got to say, it's like, it, you know, we've got to get in there with the with an expectation that it's going to take us time to figure out this market on this platform using this nurture campaign to actually get him into the boat, right? So, guys, love this. Uh, I love that you're I one of our success partners. Real quick on that. One of the things that we've done with that is we've taken two of our top guys that they just think outside of the box. They're very, very creative. And our team is required to have a call, a Zoom call every week, and they rotate between these two guys. And what it does is it puts another set of eyes on every single campaign. And it, it also allows us to share, hey, this is working really well, you know, these campaigns. And then so we get to share between all of these different offices what's working and what's not. Uh, but we're, it's not just you know, hey, you have one account rep, and that's that's the only eyes that are on your campaign. There's multiple people looking, because even once we hit that number, let's just say it's, you know, $20 a lead. Well, we're still going to be doing stuff on our end to try to get it to 15, right? We're going to keep, we're always trying to improve. Uh, and, and so we have systems in place on our end to help our reps accomplish that. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to working as a sole practitioner in your office, let's face it, probably in your basement on the weekends or at night trying to figure this thing out through some course or what have you. And, you know, your trial and error and your investment, your testing, your A-B testing is you're the N of one, right? So you're one practice. You get the economies of scale of working with, you guys are collecting, capturing data from 350 practices and growing, right? Uh, right? So, you know, you're extrapolating out that data and everybody benefits. So it's great stuff, guys. It's, I love the description. It feels like leverage to me. And that's why I'm Excited to have you guys as part of our success partnerships. I'm always looking to provide 
solutions for our docs. Um, at the Remarkable CEO, we want you guys to be able to, you know, find these these veins of leverage to free up your time to get back to being the leader that we need you to be, the visionary leader, the CEO. So, guys, if they're interested in learning more about Cairo Candy, how do they? What's the, what's the easiest, fastest, best way to do that? CairoCandy.com. Uh, on there, you can learn more about what we do, and then you can schedule a time to chat with either me or one of our team members and uh, kind of figure out if this would be a good fit for you and your practice. That's great. CairoCandy.com. We'll put the link down in the show notes as well. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Uh, I know we've all got busy afternoons ahead. Thanks for uh, giving our listeners some time and some definite nuggets in there. Um, we appreciate you. you as always for being a partner and, and helping our people help more people. God bless. I'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.